What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind, sponsored by Fantasy Draft. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, back with my buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice. How's it going over there, my man? We did the football pod this week, and based on the plays and how they did today, it sounds like you could have had a pretty good day. So how'd it go, Will? Yeah, man, it was definitely a good day. Uh, you guys know I was, you know, all, all, all systems go with the Browns. I mean, it wasn't anything, you know, no secret sauce or anything. It's just if you played the Browns today, really if you full stack the Browns, uh, you know, defense included, they didn't kill – defense didn't kill you, got you about eight points. Uh, if, if you played Landrum, Landry and Beckham and uh, Chubb, and Baker, your team should have cash today, barring you just wetting the bed in another spot. So, uh, you know, I didn't go quite that far. I had uh, Baker, Chubb, and um, and Beckham, and you know, I ended up being on Chris Godwin today. Um, it's also ended up being a good day. Zach Ertz was just a guy I felt like he had to have. It ended up being a pretty good day overall. Definitely didn't hit the max potential because I did not have Derrick Henry for a little bit of the, the evening hammer. And I liked him a lot. Just couldn't quite fit him in. But other than that, man, it was a good day. Uh, it's been a good, good year of football. Let's see if we can run it back next week, but we're here to talk NBA. Yeah, for sure, man. I was tilting NFL. Some good stuff happened. Some bad stuff happened. But then we ended up doing well in showdown. So, uh, listen, we're just going to turn the page. One of the most tilting days I've had in a while. But uh, that's okay. Oh, man. You know what, man? Shout out to Big T. I mean, he's going to get all the messages. But, my goodness, so, a, a solo bank there on the showdown. Uh, my man, that's why we pay him the big bucks to do the videos. Yeah, yeah. Big T won, uh, he won like 200K. So, uh, congrats to him if you guys – See it on Twitter. Shoot him the congrats and uh, check out it. I'm sure we'll be doing a video tomorrow with uh, Head Chopper. Uh, they'll probably be doing the showdown yeah. video. So give that guys a watch if you want. I'm sure he'll have some tips and tricks to help you guys take down all the money in showdown tomorrow. But again, we're here to talk NBA and we got a big slate. Will 11 games. We're gonna power through this thing. We'll power through it as fast as we can with the best content that we can as well. Uh, let's kick it off with the first game. And we got the Memphis Grizzlies. We got the Indiana Pacers. And this game has a 217.5 total. Uh, Will, we were on the podcast and we talked about Charlotte and wanting to attack them. Uh, on Saturday, you know, the Bulls targeting Charlotte was a great idea. Memphis is very similar to me. They are a team I love to target. They, they are same like Charlotte. Just target them up, uh, fast pace, no defense. They're in that Pelicans group too. Um, so I think we're going to want a lot of Indiana today. How about you? Yeah, man, I uh, definitely think, you know, we'll, we'll want to play some Indiana. Um, you know, when we're looking at when we're looking at Memphis, you know, they play the high pace. They don't play great defense, and that's kind of a recipe for success. You know, all of your projections are going to be baked into that today in, in terms of, you know, the matchup, and, and it's a great matchup. Um, you know, on the Memphis side, John Morant, man, this usage rate and, and fantasy points per minute, are really pretty outstanding. Um, you know, I, I wish they would have kind of uh, give him stable minutes. I, I feel like his minutes, I don't want to say they're all over the place. The last two games he's been over 30 minutes. Uh, but, you know, we, we don't know. I, I'm still not completely bought into the fact that this is going to last. So, Ja would be a guy that, that I would really want to play in this game environment. JV would be a guy as well. Uh, his price has come down a bit now on uh, on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. 
So, you know, on DraftKings, he's 5,900. Uh, on Fantasy Draft, he's 11-6. I'm a lot more interested in playing him at that price versus where he was in the upper 6K range. I think this gives him uh, tremendous upside uh, for the price. Other than that, though, don't really have a whole bunch of guys I want to play. Dylan Brooks is a guy that I don't mind taking stabs on because he does have pretty stable minutes, um, but he's not a must-play. I think I think we'll have more value open up. But he's still a guy, I think, for value, if you were interested in a couple pieces from this game, he would be a, good, a great play for the price. Yeah, for sure. Agree with you on that. It also looks like I think Michael Brogdon, he's going to be playing in this game again. So uh, some of this Pacers value might be hit a little bit, like Sabonis a little priced up at 8.1K now. Uh, Miles Turner, he's 6.1K though. That's still a pretty nice price tag. Like an Aaron Holiday at 6.1, like you're absolutely staying away now with Brogdon back. So uh, some of these Pacers guys are just not as appealing right now because the prices went up and now we got all these guys that came back. So um, it's kind of a tough spot to, uh, you know, be, be uh, messing around with. Like I said, I love targeting the Grizzlies, though. Um, it's just tough because some of their price tags are a little, like, you know, difficult. I guess TJ Warren isn't bad at 5.2K, but he has a very wide range of outcomes, which can be quite frustrating at times. Um, I, I get the John Moran thing. I, I understand why you like him. Uh, they're starting to give him more minutes, uh, you know, 35 and 33 minutes. I just don't know if this is the greatest matchup. I'm sure he's going to draw Brogdon, so – um, it's weird, right? This is a game I typically would love to target, but one of the problems that we have going on here is the Pacers, they're priced up a bit from everything I talked about. And this isn't like the greatest pace-up matchup for the Grizzlies. It's kind of a pace-down spot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I, 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 I still think there's value if you can nail the right pieces. I, like I said, I, I don't want to load up on Memphis. I'd much rather play more guys from the Indiana side. But but I just it's just something I've got my eye on at, at the price tag, the usage of the fancy points per minute. I think Jock have a good game. Um, the the main target in this game for me though is Malcolm Brogdon. There's no way you don't play him at six K today yep. on DK and eleven eight on fantasy draft. Like he's a lock button. Uh, that, that, it's too it's too cheap. Uh, way too yeah. cheap for him. Yeah, lock button. No no way you don't play him today. Uh, what a world we live in where Aaron Holiday is more than Malcolm Brogdon. And I know Holiday has been outstanding with, with Brogdon on the shelf, but uh, no way you, you don't fire up Brogdon today. Uh, you know, the shooting guard position has been a, a very uh, profitable position for us for, for targeting against Memphis. So I've got my eyes on Jeremy Lamb as well. I know this team is almost back to full strength, but Victor Oladipo is not back. Jeremy Lamb is probably going to get 30 to 32 minutes here. Uh, Lamb is on the list. And, then of course, you know, Mr. Sabonis, uh, you can pretty much fire him up almost every slate as long as his price isn't going to, you know, get too high. He's at 8,100. I still think uh, that's a great price for him. And But those three guys, man, I, I think Brogdon, Lamb, and Sabonis. If I was going to stack this game, those three would definitely be in my lineup. TJ Warren is too cheap, um, but but I'd much rather take Lamb in this spot over him. Yeah, I you know, I didn't realize Brogdon was as cheap as he was, and I guess it's because I'm just pretty tired. Been a long Sunday, but uh, I thought it was like 8K, not 6K. That's just a crazy price tag. So, yeah, Brogdon's probably the top play here. Uh, and like I said, I don't want to go crazy with the with the um, Indiana side. I just think they're guys you want to mix and match and definitely get to mix with your troops. Like I said, Memphis is a team to target. 
let's go on to the next game. We got the Orlando Magic. We got the Detroit Pistons. 207.5 total. Expecting Blake Griffin to play. Uh, it sounds like he practiced. So, uh, you know, what do you want to do here with this situation, Will? This is not really a great game in general. You know, I think there's value on the Orlando side, right, because of the injuries that we have going on with Isaac or not with Isaac, with uh, Vucevic and with uh, Aaron Gordon. Uh, on the Pistons side of the ball, like I said, Blake Griffin's going to be back there, and a lot of those other guys being there, uh, and now that they're priced up a bit, it makes it a little more difficult. But how are you approaching this game overall? Yeah, man, um, I, I think we just kind of want to look at the injuries and see, hey, you know, who who is worth it to play? Uh, listen, you know, Mr. Uh, Mr. Birch burned, I think, uh, almost the whole industry Saturday um, in terms of, of his play. I mean, he was just god-awful. Uh, but, you know, if, if guys are going to be out, I think you have to consider them. Uh, speaking of which, Jonathan Isaac, man, his price has dramatically increased, uh, dramatically. So he's 7900 I think he. I think you really have to think about whether or not you want to play him. I say no in this spot. Um, Markel Fultz had a good game Saturday with those guys off the court, played 29 minutes. Um, so he's a guy that, that played pretty well for 5K. Uh, you know, I've already told you that I think Detroit is a team we can target at the point guard position. So he, he's a guy uh, I would look at as well. Um, but I think that's about it. I don't really want to run and play a bunch of guys from, uh, from Orlando. Wesley Awundu played 27 minutes cranked out 10 fantasy points. I I mean, you know, if you want to just take a flyer on him because he's going to get the miss, that's fine. Outside of that, I'm really not too interested in this Detroit team. But I do think, you know, once again, my favorite play on this side of the ball is Markel Fultz. Yeah, Fultz definitely makes some sense there at his price tag. You know, you can go Terrence Ross if you think he's going to have that ceiling game. But I think the two best plays, and I think it's a price shopping situation with this game, I think Andre Drummond at 8.7K, I still think the price tag is fine, right? Not having to deal with Vucevic, he could obviously dominate. And uh, with, with Blake Griffin being there, I'm not that worried. At 8.7K, I still think it's it's kind of cheap. And then on FanDuel, Jonathan Isaac is only 7K still. And I think the key with Jonathan Isaac over there, Will, is what do we love about FanDuel? It's, it's the stocks. Uh, all the blocks yeah. and steals are worth three points. And what does Jonathan Isaac thrive at? Uh, blocks and steals. So uh, he's someone I'd keep my eye on over on FanDuel. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I was just kind of trying to talk about the Orlando side of the ball. And look, I will say this, you know, I, I don't like the price on Isaac, but everything lines up for him to have another big game. You know, what if I told you Isaac was averaging 1.40 fantasy points per minute with, with Vooch and Gordon off the court? I mean, uh, it, it's up there. So he's, he definitely seems like he could be on the way to another huge game. I'm just really uncomfortable with the price. Uh, on FanDuel, you know, I, I think it's much better, obviously, on DraftKings. I'm, I'm really uncomfortable um, with, with, with that price point. Agreed. Let's go on to the next game. We got the Brooklyn Nets. We got the Cleveland Cavaliers, 217.5 total here. And uh, we got Kevin Love. He is questionable for the game. Uh, Brooklyn Nets on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, his price is still pretty solid, right? 7.6K over on here on DraftKings. That seems still too cheap, right, Will? Uh, I think against this Cleveland team, uh, you got to love Spencer Dinwiddie. He might be the top play in this entire game. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely have to look at Dinwiddie yet again. You know, I've kind of got a rule for myself. Until Dinwiddie hits 8K, um, I I'm going to continue to play. And once he hits 8K, 
I'm hopping off. Uh, but as of right now, at 7,600, uh, definitely think he, he is viable. Um, you know, we've got Garrett Temple at 49. His price is increasing. I think you've got to hop off that train. Uh, Torian Prince, I think he had a good game. Yes, he did have had a pretty good game today. Um, don't mind him for the price. And then, you know, our good friend uh, Jared Allen is at 6,100. I don't mind him either. Uh, I think I think there's plenty of pr- plenty of profit potential there, uh, as long as he's going to start and be effective. So, uh, the main two targets for me, uh, and this one, no surprise, Dinwiddie, Allen, uh, and then secondarily for me would be Prince. Those are only three guys I, I, I would play from Brooklyn here. Yep, those three are definitely in play. If Kevin Love ends up being out, you, you got to like Larry Nance, you got to like Tristan Thompson. I think those two will definitely be in the conversation. Uh, we like to target, you know, the uh, the Nets with big men. Uh, I think that could be a good spot for those two guys. Are those uh, two of the guys you're looking at on Cleveland, or is there no one on Cleveland you want to play? Yeah, that's about it. That, 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 that's about it. I um, Here's the deal. Remember we were on the pod and we were saying, yeah, the coach said he was going to shake some things up. I don't, I don't know. I don't, this is probably just noise because this isn't something that was happening. And also probably because Kevin Love was out and they needed the scoring. But Jordan Clarkson played 31 minutes the last game against Portland. If, if we were to get Jordan Clarkson at, at 31 minutes, uh, he could be a slate breaker every time. You know, the, the guy's usage is there. Everything lines up perfectly for him. I'm going to attribute this right now to, to Kevin Love being out. Uh, but, however, if we don't play him this time, and I, I'm, I'm putting that out there, if we don't play uh, him this time, I think we're going to miss the boat. If he goes off of 40 fantasy points again at 30 minutes, um, he, he's going to be 6K. And at that point, uh, you know, we'll have to make some hard decisions because the guy's averaging over a fantasy point per minute, 246 percent usage rate with Kevin Love off the court did just want to point that out just in case this becomes a real thing like I said the coach said he was going to shake some things up right now I'm just rolling with the fact that Kevin Love was out but did want to want to put that out there something to think about uh in terms of if Love is out I I think Clark's is squarely in play at 5200. It definitely adds up and makes a lot of sense. Uh, let's head over to the next game, though. We got the Philadelphia 76ers. We got the Toronto Raptors. A rematch of the uh, the playoff series, which was a fun one to watch. No Kawhi, though, in this series, but I'm sure that Philadelphia wants some revenge on their mind. Um, yeah, so at the top, I mean, listen, Siakam, he's a great play, but the price, 9.2K, that's a lot for him. Uh, and beat at 8.8K, that, that's still kind of cheap for him. That one definitely sticks out. Um, and guys like Al Horford, right? 6K is kind of cheap for him. I just, I'm just a little torn. Well, like, I don't know exactly where to go. I see some decent price tags on these guys, but I don't know if they're guys that are going like, to make, make my cash lineup by any means. What do you think about this game overall? Well, I mean, this, this is one of those games where you would be playing really good players. They're going to be under owned because on paper, it should be a tougher defensive matchup than in Indiana playing a Memphis. And so this is one of those games where on an 11-game slate, you know, a lot of people will skip over. I will say this, though. I, as long as Ben Simmons is in this 7K range, I think you can play him almost every slate. Uh, you know, if you're looking at DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, Fred Van Vliet is 8K. Ben Simmons is 7,300. Ben Simmons is averaging 38.1 fantasy points per minute on the season. Fred Van Vliet is averaging 38.5. 
and there's a $700 discrepancy. And Simmons has been cheap all year. I think at this price point, he's got 40 to 50 point upside every slate. Uh, I, I think you just keep playing him, playing him here. And, and that's, the, that's the approach I would take. Uh, outside of that, about the only other guys I would play would be Siakam and, and Joel Embiid. Now, Joel Embiid is 8,800. My goodness, extreme profit potential. Minutes have been down the past two games, but even in 28 and 26 minutes, he's been pretty much putting up. He's put up 46 and a half fantasy points, 49.25 fantasy points. Uh, the guy's still smashing. I, I think, you know, thinking about these guys being underpriced, Embiid and Simmons are underpriced. Siakam is still at a great price. Uh, those would be the three guys I think I would look at. Not as interested in the secondary pieces. I think we'll get the value from somewhere else today. Yep, agree with a lot of what you said. Let's head over to the next game. This is a juicy one. Definitely one that we're going to load up on. We got the Miami Heat. We got your Charlotte Hornets. Oddly enough, though, only a 215 total here, Will. Uh, talk to me about this game because I think we got some really nice price tags on some of these players in this one. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, you know, listen, there's no secret. I, you start with the big man against against the Charlotte Hornets this season. Big men and small forwards. Go look it up. Uh, so, Bam Adebayo at 7,100 uh, is a fantastic, fantastic play today uh, against my Charlotte Hornets, man. He, he should be able to put in the work here. Um, Jimmy Butler, obviously, uh, is always going to be a play at 7,700. Plenty of profit potential here. Uh, Butler and Bam, I think you load these guys up. Uh, Miles Bridges has been playing fantastic basketball here recently. Uh, you know, I had some exposure to him uh, on Friday, you know, with that Washington that, that Washington game. Man, did he pay off. I had him and Bertez. That was a good one. Doesn't matter. I still think at this price you can take a shot on him. Marvin Williams kind of exploded the other game. Uh, but, but listen, he was very effective, 9 for 10 from the field. Please don't chase that. Uh, Marvin Williams is sitting on the bench, Rod. He's getting minutes, but he's not – he's just not the guy we want to look at here. Uh, Terry Rozier is still pretty cheap, but I still like Devontae Graham over Terry. Uh, would, would play him 100 times over 100 as long as the price is right there. I think one of my favorite plays is Goran Dragic today, coming off the bench, 5,100. Uh, you know, playing 20 to 30 minutes. This is a fantastic, fantastic spot for him. Uh, and then Malik Monk as well. Uh, he only played 19 minutes against the Bulls, but uh, prior to that, he kind of been in the mid-20s. I think at 4,100, uh, plenty of profit potential there uh, if you're going to fire him up. And those are kind of the main guys I'm looking at. Uh, Duncan Robinson is a secondary piece, but he's mainly just getting minutes. Uh, he could go nuclear here against Charlotte, but I'd much rather play – uh, Malik Monk over Duncan Robinson. Yeah, I think I'm keeping it simple with this game. I think I'm either paying all the way up or all the way down. I think, uh, you know, I'm going to Butler or Bam. Like, I like those guys at the top. And then from, like, if you're looking on DraftKings, from, like, 7K Graham to about, like, none at 5'5", five five, I'm not really interested in those guys. Uh, Zeller's an interesting price at 5.2K because I think there's upside for him because the Heat play kind of big. They might need his size. I get it. They like this. They like to play small if they can, but I think this is the game they might use Zeller's size a little bit more. Like your Dragic call and then the Monk thing, man, like that's just too cheap for him, right? We saw that 4.7 against Washington, and I get that was Washington, but um, 4.1 is a pretty nice price tag on him. I think there's some upside at that price in GPPs. Uh, let's move on to the next game, Will. Let's talk about the Sacramento Kings. Let's talk about the Boston Celtics. We don't have a total here. And the reason why is we got Bogdanovich. He's questionable. We got Kemba Walker. He's questionable. Uh, talk to me about this game, Will. How are we approaching it with the injuries? 
Well, man, you know, that, that's the key. The, the injuries, the injuries, the injuries. You know, Kimba, Kimba's fine. I'm just, I, I guess what I'm thinking is maybe they hold him out to, for precautionary reasons rather than, you know, him, him completely being hurt. But because he is doubtful. Here's what I would say. If Kimba's off the court, Man, you just fire up all the secondary pieces, okay? You got Brown at 68. You got Smart. You're going to have Jason Tatum. They're already uh, uh, without Hayward. I mean, these guys, they're, they're going to run the offense. I think those are the guys you look at, man. This, should, this is a fantastic spot for Boston. Yes, Sacramento's defense has improved. But when we're talking about value, it's not always guys that are seven, you know, uh, 3,500 and 4K. You know, it's guys that are underpriced for their current situation. And that's what I think we're going to have here. So, you know, if you just pull up court IQ, there's, there's no secret. We, we don't do anything crazy. Uh, none of these guys are really running away with it. But you got to think this is this is going to correct itself. Jalen Brown, only 82 and a half minutes without those guys off the court. Marcus Smart is at 120 minutes. Tatum at 150. Tatum has a 34% usage rate, averaging 1.27 fantasy points per minute. Uh, I think, you know, like I said, he's a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic play here. Uh, I think you fire him up uh, and, and run him out and, and, and let's let's make some money with him, man. This is a great spot for him with no Kimba. Yeah, listen, uh, I agree with everything you said on the Celtics side of the ball. Uh, that that makes all so much sense. Uh, I think that those prices, they're still upside on guys like Brown, guys like Tatum. So great takes on that. Uh, what about the, the King side of the ball? I mean, if Bogdanovich ends up being out, uh, we got to look at some of these guys, right? Uh, we got to look at this guy, uh, what's his name, Justin James for 3.4K. Uh, he's certainly intriguing. I mean, we saw when Bogdanovich was out last time against the Nets, he ended up having 24.25 and at 3.4K, he could be a really, really interesting value play here. So I think you have to kind of give him a little bit of consideration. Uh, don't mind Corey Joseph. I think he's fine. Uh, Buddy Heald, I don't know. He has not been uh, He has not been the greatest. Uh, you know, I actually lost from the, uh, you know, the other day. Uh, you know, he's playing Boston again, and in that game, people are going to look at the game log, right, and see 57.5. Uh, are people going to go back to the well on him? I think that's definitely possible. But um, I think more of – I think Bogdanovich ends up being out. I think there's more value on those guards. I think that's where I'm going to go. How about you, the cheap ones? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Definitely the cheap guys. I, I will say, you know, I think if Bogdanovich is out, I think it helps out a guy like Harry Barnes, um, who ha- hasn't really shown any upside – but it's just playing so many minutes. Um, I, I think it helps out a guy like him, you know, another guy that's, that's not going to be taking shots. Bialica is another one. He's already been playing 30 minutes, but if he happens to sit. Bogdanovich did play today, but, you know, the coach is saying, you know, they won't know until tomorrow whether or not they're going to hold him out. This game does start at 7.30, so the information should be firmed up for us. I'm assuming, you know, if you're on a site like DraftKings that, if you want to play this game and you decide who you want to play in the 7 o'clock games, which for me, you know, would be mainly the Indiana guys and, and maybe Spencer Dinwiddie. Outside of that, um, you know, not too many guys. And then you got your 7.30 guys with Charlotte and Miami and Sac and Boston. So uh, I think, you know, if you're playing on a site like DraftKings, you probably need to leave yourself open. You know, I've talked about this before as well. I mean, I know we got to speed up a little bit, but on a site like FanDuel where there's no late swap, Fantasy Draft where there's no late swap, late swap is actually your edge. So on DraftKings where, where swapping, you know, is available, late swap is actually your edge. So if you're able to take a stand on this game, if you decide that, hey, you know, these guys are going to play, 
you know, you can still get exposure to a guy like Bielitz who's going to get 30 minutes. Holmes is going to get 30 minutes. And if he sits, great. If not, they're still going to get the minutes anyway. So, um, you know, I, I think on a site like DraftKings, the, the Kings guys will be a lot higher owned on a site like FanDuel where people will be more afraid to pull the trigger because of no late swap. All righty, let's move on to the next one. Again, we've had some decent games so far, but this is like the first game I'm getting like super excited about. I think this is the, the 233.5 total here, Will. We got the Minnesota Timberwolves. We got the Atlanta Hawks. And listen, there's a lot to like in this game, especially on the Minnesota side of the ball. I mean, I know 10.4K is a lot for Cat, but I think Cat's really interesting. Wiggins at 7.6K. I mean, Wiggins, I think, is a really amazing tournament play. He's someone I'm definitely going to make sure to have exposure to. I think he's a really good option. And a guy like Jake Lehman is out. With him being out, like a guy like Culver could be an interesting tournament option you can go to. Uh, if if uh, we see Cam Reddish is out, Bembry is going to be another value play. In the past two games when he was a, when uh, you know Reddish was out, we had Bembry go for 45.5 fantasy points and 29.5. He's priced up to 5.3K. I think he's another value you can look at. Uh, a lot of things to like in this game, Will. So where are you starting? Well, man, let's start with the fact that this game is, is, is going to be – it should have fireworks, okay? Should have fireworks here. I think the big decision is if you if you want to attack this game is do you play Trey Young at 9,800? That's a that's a really hefty price tag. Trey has, has put up a fair amount of 40 and 50-point games, 60-point games this season. I mean, he went through one stretch at the beginning of the year where he put up 360s back-to-back. Um, hasn't really let you down outside of the game he got hurt and then he's got, you know, one game sprinkled at about 28 fantasy points. Uh, other than that, though, you know, Trey's been pretty consistent. I just think this is a healthy price tag to play. When you've got guys like Brogdon at 6K today who could get you 40, 45, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to be worth it to play Trey at that price. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're trying to attack the game, go right ahead. Uh, Trey may end up being on the outside looking in for me today. I, I love – I mean, I love this game, but – I think Trey, I think that's the decision you make. Uh, and kind of the same thing for Cat. You know, you got Cat at 10-4. Does he have more upside than a guy like Bogdanovich, not Bogdanovich, uh, over a guy like Sabonis? Absolutely. But, you know, for, for the price savings, you may be able to get something else. So that's my only concern with this game. So a guy like Wiggins, you know, I, I like him. I don't love him. Andrew Wiggins isn't a guy I'm usually rushing to play. Um, I don't like the price, but because they're closer to full strength than not in terms of Teague being there, you know, Koji may play, uh, uh, Graham may be back, we'll see. Uh, but the price on him, I don't like I don't like that as much. Other than that, um, that's kind of Minnesota side. I like Jabari Parker here, the $6,300 price tag. Really like that price on him. And uh, maybe we get one more upside game from Bembry uh, at 5300 and, and I think that's about it. Uh, for, from this game for me. Yeah, uh, Culver I think hinges a lot on a Kogi. I think uh, yeah. you know, they, they can you could still play him probably Culver in, in GPPs, but I think he becomes a he definitely becomes a way stronger value with a Kogi being out. So that's something definitely to monitor and stay close with. Uh, let's go on to the next one. We got the Utah Jazz. We got the Milwaukee Bucks. We don't have a line here, and the reason why will is we got Rudy Gobert. He's questionable. Uh, Giannis, he's eleven point eight k. Is that price too expensive in a matchup that's against the Jazz? I actually don't think so. Um, you know, with with my stud players like Harden, uh, Greek, 
you know, th those are guys I don't really worry about as much. I feel like they have upside on any team. If Rudy Gobert happens to sit, uh, in my opinion, this increases Giannis's upside uh, because he's not going to have the same type of rim protection there. Now, listen, you know, uh, Tony Bradley had, had a great game in limited minutes. He only played 22 minutes uh, against New Orleans, uh, you know, put up 26 fantasy points. Um, I wasn't able to watch that game, but I'm not really worried about it. He's not going to give you the same type of rim protection as Rudy Gobert. And so for that reason alone, I think Giannis is a fantastic, fantastic uh, uh, tournament play here. Donovan Mitchell would be another guy that I would look at in this game. Uh, if he's going to play minutes without Gobert, we saw what he was able to do. It was New Orleans, totally different scenario. But I'm not as afraid of Milwaukee defensively without uh, Chris Middleton being there in terms of their overall defense. Dante DiVincenzo doesn't scare me in that starting lineup. So uh, Donovan Mitchell, man, he would almost – he would be another guy I would much prefer to play because I feel like you're, you're getting 50-point upside for 8K versus having to spend all the way up to that 9, 10, 11 K range to get those, to get that floor. So I think Mitchell's a guy that, that I, I would like to play here. Um, and then Joe Angles continues to be cheap, man. You know, he's not coming through for me in the way I anticipated uh, but, you know, at this price, you know, he, he's got the upside to, to get you where you need to go. So uh, those would be the guys. And then Bogdanovich, he's 6,600. I wish it was a little bit cheaper, but with no Gobert, he, he, you know, it really increases his scoring opportunities. So I'd be willing to play him there. I don't like the price as much, uh, but, but, you know, he, he's definitely going to be, be scoring the ball a little bit more. All righty. Yeah, a lot of the value hinges on what's going to happen with Gobert. So be close to that. Check out that news. Uh, that'll change the slate up a ton. Uh, let's go on to the next one. We got the Portland Trailblazers. We got the Chicago Bulls. We got a 227.5 total here. And uh, the Bulls, uh, they're at home, and it looks like they're one-point uh, one underdogs. And this is not the same Portland team. Portland's not that good. Uh, I expect the Bulls to be able to hang in this game. Uh, looking at the price tags, the two guys that really jump out to me with like these massive ceilings right now here in this spot are Hassan Whiteside at 6.1K. He's currently probable to play for this game. I mean, the upside that he can have against all of those big men, they're going to need his size throughout the game, it sounds like. At 6.1K, I get Whiteside can be uncomfortable at times. I think the upside's massive with him. I think a guy like Laurie Markinen uh, against Portland, I'm not scared of their defense at all. At 5.5K, I think he could be a little bit enticing too as a guy that's a, a, GP, a GPP play. But um, I don't know, not as many cash game guys I'm looking at in this game, Will. Uh, how about you? Yeah, man. And see, this, this is what I, was, what I was kind of alluding to, which is why I'm not thrilled to play a whole bunch of guys over 9 and 10K today. Uh, look, man, Hassan Whiteside at 6,100. That, that's the price you play him. You know, I don't like playing Hassan Whiteside when he gets in that upper 7, 8K range. At 6,100 against the Bulls, this just screams 40 to 50 fantasy points to me. You know, if you're starting your bill with a guy like Hassan, then you plug in a guy like Brogdon, the possibilities start to become endless. Then, then maybe you get a dim with it. You know, obviously I'm not trying to build your lineup, you know, but – those two guys open up so much uh, for your team in terms of upside. So Hassan Whiteside is my favorite play. Obviously, I still like Dame. Dame at 8,900. That's still a little bit too cheap for a guy that's been, you know, pretty much cranking out 45-plus fantasy points most games. Still a little cheap. I like Dame here. 
But that's about it. I, I don't want to get creative with the Portland Trailblazers. I'm never going to play C.J. McCollum at 8,300 with Damian Lillard in the lineup. I, I don't care what he's been doing. I'm just – I'm not playing him at that price. He's more likely to hit 35 fantasy points than he is to hit 45. Uh, but but those are the guys I would sit on, man. Dane and uh, and Hassan Whiteside, man, that these prices against the Bulls, I think you definitely get them in your lineup. Alrighty, Yeah, not my favorite game, uh, surprising here. And I agree with you on the C.J. McCollum take. Like, uh, just priced up too much based on the situation. Uh, let's move on to the next one, though. We got the Lakers. We got the Spurs. And listen, this is a spot where I see the Lakers, and I'm like, I don't really want to touch many of the Spurs here. I don't think they're the greatest plays. I guess they could use Aldridge a little bit for a size against Davis, but the Lakers are just so tough defensively. This just doesn't seem a great spot to really load up on many of these guys on the Spurs side of the ball. Maybe my boy Damari Carroll will at that 3K price tag, but uh, listen, he started getting the minutes, and uh, he's got two double-digit games. Maybe this will be the time it turns around, but – uh, all kidding aside, like I, I don't think we want to play many Spurs here. Maybe total at 4.8K. But, again, the matchup's just really difficult, and I don't think the Spurs are a great play today. Yeah, you said many Spurs. I'm going to take that M off and turn it to an any Spurs. Uh, I don't want to play any Spurs today. I'm not going to play any Spurs today. In fact, this whole game for me on this one is going to be a scratch-off. And, obviously, this just means that, hey, you know, you know, if you play this game, you attack this game, and it shoots out, you're, you're going to have – uh, a huge advantage, you know, over me at least. Uh, but, I, but I feel like I'm kind of going to be with the field here in terms of this is going to be a game that, that we decide to hop off of. Uh, but, you know, the slate is about to get real, real interesting here because now, you know, we're going from 8.30 to 10.30 on the next game. This, this slate is going to get interesting. You know, don't, don't catch your money too quick at, at, at 10 o'clock. Uh, you may be in for a rude awakening when you wake up. Yeah, you, you ain't wrong, Chief. Uh, also, the thing I think that's worth noting is, like, a lot of these top-end spend guys, they're not, like, the greatest plays. I think it's better to live maybe in that, like, like 6-5 to, like, oh, 8K yeah. range. Like, just, Man. like, talking about the slate. Like, I think that's the range we want to live in more. I'm not saying you can't play any of these top-end guys, but that feels like more of the, the better route to go with the builds uh, today. Uh, let's go on to the next one. We got Oklahoma City Thunder. We got the Golden State Warriors. And, uh, yeah, this game, it's going to be one of the games of Target. You know why? Because we, if Draymond Green ends up being out, which he is currently questionable, if Draymond Green is out, this is the spot to go to, right? They only have eight bodies. Uh, but here's the problem now, Will. Uh, is the prices too much on these guys? Talk to me about the situation. Is Ty Bowman at 5'8 too much? Is Pascal at 5.9K? Is that too much? Alec Burke, 6.4K. I mean, we've seen this guy get a 40.5 fantasy points against Utah. That still seems like it's cheap enough. So um, break down the Warriors for me because, again, I think it's important to note they're only going to have eight bodies here. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, that That's the key. Eight bodies, eight bodies, eight bodies. Uh, and they're going against OKC who I'm not as afraid of. I know they've put up some pretty good games uh, against the Lakers have kind of hung tough, but but I'm really not that afraid of them. Uh, I don't mind Alec Burks. To be honest with you, my favorite play, though, has been Pascal, typically when Draymond has been out. Uh, he's just been playing fantastic basketball. Uh, he gets to shoot the ball a lot more as well. So he's the guy I've, I've kind of gravitated to the most. Um, you know, as these guys have been out. But, look, you know, they're all going to be okay. Kai Bowman does scare me at 5,800. Like, would you rather play Kai Bowman at 5,800 or would you rather play Mac Malcolm Brogdon at 6K? Like, I, I think everyone in the world is going to side with 
Malcolm Brogdon there. Wouldn't you agree, Mangone, that we, we play, everybody would just play Brogdon at 6K over Kai Bowman at 58 in this, even though Draymond's out, like, Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, no doubt. I get it. Like Kai Bowman, he, he has a ton of upside in this situation, but uh, the price is a little bit heftier. So I'd agree. Brogdon over Bowman straight up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so as a result, you know, I think you probably get Kai Bowman at, at pretty low ownership, but I don't think it's necessary. If you look at this team with all these guys out, you know, Pascal has a 24.1% usage rate, averaging 0.95 fantasy points per minute. So, you know, if he gets in that 34 to 35 minute category, he's, he's going to be right there. Alec Burks is averaging over, over a fan, slightly over a fantasy point per minute at 1.01. Um, he's been okay. Uh, I think the guy that that may maybe the guy that we would look at, maybe if he wasn't, you know, as expensive would be Marquise Christie's 5K. I think that's too much. I think if you had to scratch one guy out right now, even though, you know, he's kind of hit 34 fantasy points, 28, 25. The numbers say that he's just he's not going to get as many minutes. I think he would be the first scratch off. Amari Spellman would probably be, you know, my second scratch off. I think, you know, and I think you live with Pascal and Burks. I think those are the safe guys here, guys that you know for sure are going to be taking a lot of shots and have the most usage. But Pascal, Burks, I'm not afraid to play them. Uh, but everybody else, I think I'd pass on in this spot for, for the price, for these prices. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, the one guy, Spellman, I guess he's a guy that's below 5K. That could be interesting. And he, if he sees 28 minutes again, I uh, have to like that a little bit. Um, Nerlens Noel, he is questionable. That That's worth knowing. Let's talk about the Thunder side of the ball. Uh, let's say Nerlens Noel doesn't play. I mean, if he's not playing, I know it was only an illness. We got Steven Adams at 5.4K against Golden State. I mean, that would be a phenomenal value. Someone you probably want wanting to be getting your cash games or tournaments. Uh, Dennis Schroeder at 5.2K. Listen, uh, this is the game style to play him in, right, Will? He's fast-paced, up-and-down games where no defense is played. This is where Dennis Schroeder, you can see him have a 40-point fantasy game. So, uh, yeah, I think Dennis Schroeder, really, really interesting guy there. Uh, even Gallinari at 5.9K. We've seen him have a ton of upside. He seems like a super safe play. So, uh, a lot to like on this side of the ball. Uh, what do you want to do with the Thunder side? Yeah, man, uh, Dennis, Dennis, Dennis Schroeder, favorite play from the Thunder at this price. Now, you know, I do – Stephen Adams is 5,400. Uh, you know, you'll really be having to make a decision if you're going to lock up your utility spot with Stephen Adams today at 5,400 because, I mean, you're going to have to wait all night um, to, to get that. You know, I, I like Adams, don't love Adams, just, but this is the spot you play him. In fact, if you look at this Thunder team overall – Chris Paul at 6,900. I think that's a fair price. You got SGA at 6,700. I think that's a fair price. Uh, you already talked about Gallinari, you know, at, at 5,900. That's a fair price. This whole team is really underpriced to be going against the Golden State Warriors. I, I don't know what's going on with the DraftKings algorithm. Not going to complain. I'm not going to use this as a rant session. But, you know, you got a guy like – Brogdon at 6K, all these guys on the price. Something's going on there. Uh, but, you know, OKC, everybody's underpriced. I think you can play any of these guys. My favorite, though, Dennis Schroeder at 5,200. Second favorite would be actually Chris Paul at 69 over SDA at 67. 
All righty, Will. Uh, let's move on. Let's do the uh, Roto-Grinders uh, game. Uh, get prepared for it. While we do that, I just want to mention, guys, we're sponsored by Fantasy Draft. Head on over there. If you haven't played Fantasy Draft yet, they have rake-free contests going on. Tons of good action going on over there. And if you want to join in on the fun, the promo code is GRINDERS. So jump on in over there on Fantasy Draft and join in on the contest. I'm sure I'll be in there tomorrow and we can take each other down. Now, uh, Will, let's start with the game. We got your favorite 7X play under 5K. Who you got? Man, oh, man. Um, this is going to get real interesting because my favorite 7X play isn't under 5K. But uh, the guy that we're going to roll with today. I'll, I'll let you cheat, Will. You can go above it if you want. Uh, I'll do the same. I'll, I'll go a little bit over. Oh, I, I man. went at 5-2. I went at 5-2 that I like. I don't know if you're thinking the same guy. but Yeah, we're definitely thinking the same. I mean, he, he's my favorite play on the slate. I'm, I'm going to go in this direction then. Let's go uh, – Let's let's go, Jared Culver. If nah, man, I'm just gonna take it. Let, let let's let's go, Dennis Schroeder, man. He, he he's he's the guy. Fifty two hundred, uh, way too cheap here. Not just because we just talked about him. It's just the spot. Uh, load him in, man. He he should have a fantastic game here. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, listen, I, I, I was all prepared. I had my guys written out, and you said Culver, and I, like, rolled my eyes. I was like, are you kidding me? That was my guy. Um, so glad to see we're on the same page. I'm going with Culver. Uh, Schroeder and Culver, those are two good guys for the 7X, uh, you know, under or around 5K plays. Let's go with that. Um, favorite under uh, – so we'll go with – actually, we'll, let's go with favorite 6X play. Um, favorite 6X play under 5K Favorite 6X under 5K. Actually, no, it's not under 5K. Uh, Sorry, I'm botching the game up. It's just favorite 6X play. So favorite 6X hey, play. Man, I, my bad. God, I, I want to give you guys two. I'm going to stick with one. Don't want to switch the game up too much. No, give them two, man. I, give them two. Give them two. Listen, man, Ma- Malcolm Brogdon. Matter of fact, he's probably going more like 7, 8K a day. But Malcolm Brogdon, Hassan Whiteside, just they're too cheap. I'm, I'm telling you right now, those two guys – in any build, I don't care if it's GPPs and they're 30%, 40% on, they are too cheap for these matchups. Get them in there. Malcolm Brogdon, Hassan Whiteside. Got to get them in there. Yeah, listen, I'll give you my 6X play. Mine is Bam. Uh, he's 7.1K. <laughs> I like it. Math. I like it. Do the math, right? Uh, seven times six, that's around 42, right? A very simple yeah. math. Um, yeah. Absolute, I think Bam's going to do that against Charlotte. So, um, yeah, I love Bam. I think, like, the as we talk about the slate more and more, like, like I said it earlier, living in the mid-tier is going to be such a great idea. And I think looking for pivots in the mid-tier, too, is is a great idea. So uh, and I, I'm going to have one of those pivots for our uh, contrarian tournament play when we get there. But uh, talk about the AK guys. It sounds like since we uh, don't like the studs as much, we got to have some busts pretty easy, Will. Uh, who's your bust play over 8K? Uh, man, I'm, I'm actually going to go with Trey Young today. I, I love Trey, but at this price point, I mean – He's pretty much got to get to fifty to to not to not hurt you. I'm I'm going with Trey at ninety eight hundred today, even though I really like this spot for him. All right, um, you know, wow, this is this is I'm I'm looking at. I'm looking at CJ McCullough, man. I just think at 8.3K oh, is not yeah. worth it. Like, oh, yeah. Um, I get it. He's been playing well lately, but that hasn't been without Dame. And I think uh, I think this is a spot where you see CJ really dip down in production. So I'll go with that. Now, g- give me your contrarian tournament play, Will, uh, the guy that's going to you know win you all the money at a low percentage. Well, I've already kind of talked about it. Two guys on the same team. Ben Simmons at 7,300 is too cheap. 
it's way too cheap. Uh, I, you know, I, I just think he's not going to get hardly any ownership today. 7,300. I mean, if you look at outside of the Miami game where it was a huge blowout, let's look at San Antonio. Let's look at New York. The guy put up 50 back to back. Let's look at OKC 42. Uh, he's just too cheap here. Uh, I like this price on Ben Simmons at 7,300. Listen, you, you talked about it earlier. There's a game that's going to have fireworks, Will. And one of the guys that's going to give you fireworks is Andrew Wiggins. Uh, you know, Point Wiggins has been a beast. And they're, <laughs> oh, they, yeah. they, they, listen, I know Jeff Teague is back, but Jeff Teague is playing more of the two kind of, more of like a, you know, shooting guard, spot-up shooter. And Wiggins has just been amazing. And this game against Atlanta, the up and down, the back and forth, this is Andrew Wiggins' territory, man. Give me that Andrew Wiggins 50-point game. Uh, love Andrew Wiggins for a big one. Uh, last thing we're going to do, favorite spread, favorite total. What do you got, Will? Well, right now, they're not all out, but I'm, I'm just going to go with, with what we have. Um, listen, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with this, with this Memphis total. It's at 217 and a half. I'm just going to take the over because every, every game I've seen with Memphis so far has been really high scoring. So uh, I, I'm taking the over here on Memphis at, at 217 and a half. I actually think they keep up with the Pacers a little bit more than people think. Uh, I, I would take the over and I'd take Memphis plus nine. All righty, man. Like like the call. You know what's crazy about the Pacers? Uh, dude, they still don't have Oladipo, right? Uh, no. Team, <laughs> team's going to be fun to watch when they get Oladipo. I'm curious if they can make it all work. So uh, that was something yeah. I realized the other day. I was like, man, Oladipo's still not that. Uh, yep. Okay, so my play, uh, I'm going back with my boy Andrew Wiggins. We're taking the Timberwolves, uh, minus four and a half. On the road, hopefully the uh, hopefully the Atlanta Strip Club doesn't get us, right? Uh, hopefully the guys were not out partying <laughs> that night. Uh, oh, oh, buddy. Yeah, so uh, give me the Timberwolves. Like them a lot in this spot. I uh, think that they cover the four, four and a half, whatever you can get it at. Don't even hate it at five. You can jump on it there if it's uh, at that. But we got to get on out of here, guys. Thanks a lot for joining us here over on the Roto Grinders Fantasy Draft Morning Grind Podcast. Uh, we got to go, though, Will. Thanks a lot for joining us. For me, Travis Mangone, Will Priester, Chief Justice, we're out of here.